Um, sorry, I was jamming out the hate beak for a minute there, and then wow. I, you startled me logging in. <laughs> jamming out to internet music, how relevant. <laughs> Dude, remember remember hate beak though? I absolutely uh, remember hate beak. They just came up in conversation with a friend of mine, like she sent me uh some stupid video on Instagram of just like I, I don't I don't have a clue what it was, some really bad metalcore song. But it had like videos of parrots like looking like they were doing dive bombs. And it made me think of hate beak. So then was here the, I was um, then you logged in. What was the dog band? Um, you know what? I looked them up not long ago. It was the one with, like, the two pit bulls doing vocals. Dog, yeah. metal, band. It was, like, canine... k That's it. Okay. I was, I knew it was, like, a... It was, like, a like a Latin word for dog of some sort. I, I remember not... I mean, there... That was, like... That was funny, but in a different way than Hatebeak. Hatebeak, to me, was funny because... Sometimes that parrot just straight up sounds like a like a like a black metal scream. Yeah. <laughs> and it oh, works yeah. so bizarrely well. Hi, I'm Chris. And I'm Jeff, and welcome to the Sound Judgment Podcast. Where every episode we'll be discussing all of the important musical topics, from reviews to which member of Motley Crue is the most vile. I'm gonna judge the officials. I'm gonna judge all the judges. It's gonna take you people years to recover from all my opinions. Hi, Chris. How are you? I'm all right, Jeff. How are you? I'm fantastic. What an overwhelming topic we have. I hate you for this one, just so you know. Do you? Yeah. Do, do you not want to do it? <laughs> I mean, no, we're going to do it. I'm here. I'm ready. I just I want you to know that I hate you for this I one. I just figured, you know, we talked about unique instruments and unique uses of instruments and i don't think there's anything more unique than using a ukulele to address grooming allegations <laughs> except except she doesn't that's we're so gonna are, get into are you are it. you we're gonna get let's, into let's, it. let's let's <laughs> let's get into this are you ready state for the state the obvious like everyone knows what this is but just just in case in 10 years time someone stumbles upon this and has no clue what's going on we are referring to there is a video on youtube it is titled just simply hi period like lowercase lowercase h i yeah it is on a channel called colleen vlogs um she is arguably more known by some people under the name miranda sings and her real name is colleen ballinger um so before I explain any more, Chris, I like to ask my usual question. Do you have any history with this woman? Do you know anything about her previously? Jeff, she's been around since 2006, so it's a name that I've seen and heard around, but I she was I wasn't her demographic to be blunt, you know. She wasn't well, out yeah. putting out the content that I watched, so I'd never seen any of her videos as far as I can say. Okay. That's kind of what I that's what I that's what I assumed. Um, I, unfortunately, she was exploding in popularity while I was studying music in college. And guess what? Uh, college, college theater majors fucking loved Miranda Sings in like the 2009, 2010 time period when she was like exploding. Uh, and to put it simply, I fucking hated her then. Not because I had any inkling that she was a terrible person. I just thought the character was intensely unfunny. Uh, very cringy, as as it would be said now. Anything I've seen looks too close to Fred for my taste. It's the same style of humor. 
So basically, Miranda Sings was a character that Colleen Ballinger put on on YouTube in the mid-2000s that got popular in the late 2000s, early 2010s. And uh, basically, she is a parody of, like, a she's a parody of a, of a singer, which I think is why, like, college-age singers think she's hilarious. Um, the problem is she's also a parody of someone with, like, mental handicaps, which I, I don't know how other people didn't really see this, and that was the thing that really bothered me about her, was she, she comes off as someone... You know, remember in the 90s, right, when you're like, oh, you're so retarded, and you did that thing with your arm where you, like, slapped your chest with a limp <laughs> wrist, right? Yeah. And it's, like, the most offensive, derogatory imitation of someone with a mental handicap. That's basically what Miranda Sings reminded me of the, the entire way through. So it's Tropic Thunder where our DJ is like, you never go full retard. Yeah, that's exactly what it comes off. Like, she, she's not... <sighs> I mean, because really, like, so really, she she comes off more as someone who's like on the autism spectrum, but it's intentional and it's awkward and it's it's cringe humor is really what it is. Well, there's going to be a way, lot of like, cringing going on. She wore way too much lipstick, like huge clown face lipstick, whatever. <laughs> oh, she I, 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 she lived up to the clown persona. Yes, she sure did. So I hated her back in 2010, and quite frankly, I had forgotten she existed. Un until um, some allegations had come out, which we will get to, I assume. And she released an apology video, as online influencers tend to do. But her apology video is 10 minutes of her strumming a few chords on a ukulele and then mostly talk singing over what happened or over the over the chords. Um. And this is first off. This is this is this is a total Streisand effect thing, right? In the notes, it's right here. <laughs> I swear yeah, to like God, I, this is absolutely a Streisand effect. <laughs> if she didn't do this so stupidly, I bet a tenth as many people would even know this was happening. I would have never known if I didn't see ukulele apology, which it's that's a stretch because it's more deflection and gaslighting. Yeah, it's not an apology. It's it's an apology for things that she's not being accused of. Like, she's apologizing for, like, lesser crimes, right? Yeah. Right? It's like, it's like if I were to do one of these... Um, here, I'm just gonna fucking out myself. Let's go for it, right? This would be like, I'm gonna write a song apologizing for accidentally stealing a Pez dispenser from Walmart. Yeah. When meanwhile, what's coming out is someone has video proof of this time I spray-painted a car. Okay, oh, like that's what's happening yeah. here. Like she she's apologizing for things that this is not what people are talking about right now in her lyrics. And we'll dig into that more. At one point, she literally cites something about um uh, five years ago. I made a fart, fart joke. joke. Yeah, uh, I have no clue what she's even referring to. That is not a topic right now. But let's talk about the song itself, Christopher. Can we talk about the song? Do you, so for you a want to talk about this musically because uh, <laughs> I, I feel like part of this. part of the madness is when I even heard ukulele apology. I could have never foresaw this. I saw a ten minute <laughs> runtime and I figured, okay, she probably makes a statement and she wrote a little apology song at the end or to like bring it in. No, 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 no. This is like a ten minute fucking rock opera about how her lawyer said she shouldn't talk about the accusations, but never said so, she couldn't sing about them. 
This is <laughs> yeah, so it, this is <laughs> too clean because you gave it too much credit when you said it's talk singing. This is too clean to be improvised. There's rhymes on most of the lines. She's rehearsed this. She, and she never once during the rehearsals considered this might not be a good idea. It's incredible. She's got this whole... The, the, it can't. It has to be rehearsed. She's got this toxic gossip train refrain he keeps going back to, right? She drops bars. She raps. There's a fake-out section where she's like, I always try to improve myself and be a better person, but oh, you don't care? All aboard the toxic gossip train. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, so it has a literal chorus, um, which is just adorable. but otherwise it is it is so god i'm gonna bring back you know the the 2010s it is so 2010 millennial of her is is really what it is you know remember back at, at that time frame right 2010 ish it was really just a thing to have these again it was almost entirely her demographic it was predominantly at the time, late teens, early 20s, white women who would, like, pick up a ukulele and sing these, like, goofy little, like, indie folk songs. It was such a, it was such a weird phenomena that just existed in this world. Uh, the problem is that was, you know, 10 to 15 years ago, and, like, it was kind of cute and funny then. Um... Now it just comes off as extremely weird and extremely childish because she is now like 30 some years old doing something that was funny in 2010. Jeff, can I can I drop my hot take on this? There's there's no such thing as a hot take on this unless your hot take is this is one of the best songs I've ever heard. <laughs> oh, no, I, I mean just the ukulele. Although thing. it's it's the the chorus is catchy. I'm like I'm give credit where it's due. No, I mean just the ukulele thing. Yeah, there's a wrestling YouTuber, Jeff. His name is Marky D, and um, okay, we know he's okay because wrestling fans can't even groom themselves. But <laughs> he has he has this bit where anytime someone does a, a move called a Samoan drop, he always says, "I always feel like the Samoan drop should only be used by Samoans and fat people." And I feel the same way about the ukulele. White people have been ruining the ukulele since Tiny Tim died. <laughs> I'm not going to say that that's true in all cases. Um, I, I do have a soft spot for some of that silly indie folk from that era. The difference is, like, it was cute when it was, like, Zoe Deschanel singing a song on, like, a webcam. It's weird when you're, when you're, <laughs> when you're gaslighting your audience for ten <laughs> minutes. You know what I mean? It's cute when you're singing walking in a winter wonderland right with yeah. like your dog on your lap it's it's weird when you are not even acknowledging uh the 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 13 year old boy and, on your lap the audio and video evidence of um of a nine-year-old boy reaching into your pants because you made him do so on stage yeah 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 it, like you said it's it's framed like a classic youtube apology which is very uh, interesting. You got part A, the allegations. Part B, I refute the allegations. But she, she turns into the fucking wall of apology videos with this ukulele. But, like, do you want to talk about what she's being accused of first? Or talk about what she admits to and then do a big reveal? <laughs> I mean, again, 
unless someone is finding this in like 10 years, I, I think everyone knows what the story well, there's is. There's some pretty serious ones stemming from mostly how she treats her fans. She apparently had a group chat called Colleenies Weenies, which isn't a weird name at all. Uh, but like, okay, not that's parasocial uh, the, the at name, all. But yeah, the na- okay, the name is weird. But like, I'm not gonna fault. I don't want to say this. God, I don't. I don't want this to sound like I'm defending her. But a lot of this was just like, kind of her stupid brand of humor. But here's here's my problem. One of her quotes is, you know, PG thirteen. It says so on my website, and it's always been that way. Which, like, she's she's not wrong. Her humor style has always been PG-13. However, you do not pick your audience. Okay? And she knows that her audience is frequently younger than that. First off. Like, she is aware that she has members of her audience who are well under 13. But... That doesn't change the fact that also some of what she did does and has said in these group chat messages and whatever is not appropriate for a 13-year-old. Um, there is there is that story and there's a screenshot of so you have a you have a group chat. You have a group chat of teenagers who are being teenagers, and you have a 15-year-old boy who says something along the lines of my ass looks good right now. And she, at 30 years old, said Something like, you know, send pics. If you are uh, a a moderator of a group chat of any sort, the appropriate response to this is either to A, ignore the situation, which is not ideal, but at least you're not guilty of uh, anything specific after that, or B, the correct answer would be to send a message to that user and say, hey, probably not appropriate considering the age of some other members of this group right exactly that's i mean nailed it but instead she um actively encouraged that so hey it's fine but yeah you don't get to pick your audience and and she and she's pretending that just because she says her humor is for you know older teens and young adults that's, that's not how that works Sorry, I'll tell you. Oversharing is a human mistake, and if that was the extent of it, that'd be one thing. But I'm ready to stress eat your wiener, so show me your ball cocker is maybe a little bit beyond oversharing in the group chat. Which, if I recall the story correctly, she she was basically asking her group chat, again, uh, a fan base that even she admits is supposedly as young as 13. She denies younger. Which is insane, because she's attended her own live shows. Y- yes, that's kind of my point. Like, she knows that she had... Fan, she knows that there's people in her fan base who are younger than 13, um, but she she pretends that they're at least 13, which still doesn't excuse the language in, in that. Like, and she's referring to her, I don't know if it was her husband or her fiance at the time. I don't. I think it was during a divorce. Here. I think it was her husband, but like she said something about she overshared in her DMs during a breakup or divorce. I don't anymore, and I'm being canceled, and all I ever did was tell a fart joke. I mean. Okay, like, okay, again, like, I could, if this ended with she she overshared to her, her fan base, I, I could get over that. Yeah, And absolutely. I would just say, like, alright, y'all, like, just, just shut up, stop talking about My it. My biggest complaint would be, if you have a million subs, just make a fucking vlog. You don't need to make a Twitter chat. Twitter chat seems like the Carson Street of group chats. It seems like a slum. It's filthy. <laughs> well, I mean, in all fairness, 
her 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 other channel is just a vlog. Just throwing that out there. Just talk on the vlog about the divorce. In fact, I think, and I, I I may be wrong. I think her vlog channel is actually bigger than the Miranda Sings channel these days. Well, that's just strange. Miranda Sings is just where she came from, but she now runs like a few, like one of those family lifestyle blogs. You know, it's it's her. She has. I want to say she has three kids now. Oh God. Um, yeah, so she's raising she's raising little people. Jesus Christ. Because the audacity, like you said, she says she she has a part where she says, uh, oh my content's always been PG thirteen and I had to rely on parents to blah blah blah. And it's like I love the audacity of like blaming parents for not watching their kids and talking about how your videos aren't on YouTube kids when you're like flying thirteen year olds out to meet you and then ditching them when their parents come with them. It was one of the allegations. And, like, all you have to say is, like, I'm sorry I made some jokes in poor taste. Bitch, wishing that Billy Corgan died was a joke in poor taste. You're a fucking creep. Yeah, okay, so that's actually something I was thinking about. Um, And this is, you know, in fact, was that the joke that you almost said you were going to cut? Yeah. And I, I stopped you. Like, no, okay, we all say stupid things in, in the heat of the moment, right? And then, you know, on one hand, when you are the content creator, you have the choice to edit it out. Or you have the choice to just own up to it and be like, yo, I said something really stupid. I say stupid stuff on here almost every time we record. Yeah. That part of me thinks like, oh my God, I shouldn't have said that. But part of me is just like, I, I, I don't know, man. I'm not like, I, I say stupid shit when I'm like getting, getting all hyped up in a rant or whatever. Um, one that like haunted me for a while, and this is going to sound really stupid. And this was a long while ago, I feel like. And I caught myself, but I don't think my catching myself was actually any better. What I almost said out loud was every time I see Adele's face, I want to slap her. <laughs> Which, like, I don't actually want to slap Adele, right? Yeah. It was, it was, it's, it's, it's hyperbole. It's an exaggeration. Um, and I believe I caught myself and changed it to, I just want to scream. <laughs> but that's really not any better when I look back at it. But, like, I... Get over it. Like the whole point is, like when you're when you're doing something like that, like you're going to get hyped up and you're going to say stupid shit. Dio at one point, you know, there's that that quote we talked about a little while ago where he said he wished, um, um, he wished Vivian Campbell or someone else. He's like, I wish they would just die and the whole band would die or whatever, right? Because it was just like some dude with a camera in his face and yeah. he's just like angry and rambling. And then he's later come out and said, like, look, I said something stupid while I was angry. I can't help the fact that there's a camera in my face whether I know it or not all the time. Like, you're going to say stupid things. Right. Fine. If, if, if Colleen's biggest crime was just saying a few things that she shouldn't, I don't care. I really don't. But that's scratching, that's not even scratching the surface of taking accountability. But that's what her song is pretending the problem is. Her song, her apology video, she's apologizing, again, she's apologizing for things that she did wrong, but they're not the things that people are worried about right now. She's, she keeps saying, oh, I'm taking accountability, but, like, you're not. Like, you you're, sent, she's, you, she's not at all. You People have accused you of sending an underage fan your panties, and you're like, I made a fart joke five years ago. Did she send panties? I thought it was a bra. Maybe just it was gonna, a bra. I, 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 I she sent panties. a bra, I believe. Because um, it was her, it was a live stream with her and I don't know who this guy was in the live stream. And he, at the time, was wearing a bra over his t-shirt. 
and I believe that is the bra they sent. It is a it was like one of hers that this guy was wearing as part of a joke or whatever. Um, but either way, like they she sent she sent laundry she sent lingerie to a fifteen year old. Like that's just weird. That's just inappropriate. This is this is going to you know uh, my, my you know my dad's rant about Michael Jackson, right? Like whether he is guilty or not of like the big issues is kind of irrelevant. The stuff he actually did and admits to was a problem enough, right? The stuff that Colleen factually did, like. I, I know they are legally still considered allegations at this point, but, like, the the proof is right in front of you. There's video of we it. We have video of her putting, like, a bag of cheese puffs or cheese curls down her pants. They and were having, cheese balls. Like, and having, like, a small kid reach down her pants for cheese balls. Comedy gold, personally. Like, that's just not... Yeah, that's that's on it's on film. It's not appropriate. It's a it's a problem. She has a bit where she brings the girl up on stage and I guess she encourages them to wear clothes that wouldn't pass their school dress code and she names them porno and she uh, uh, puts on her anti-porn unicorn horn. I'm going to fucking an hero and smacks them <laughs> with her head horn and calls them disgusting and tells them to put the porn in the porn holes whatever that means. The, the porn horn in the porn holes and then tells them to dress less embarrassing next time. So that's like to a 12 year old. So that's a big what? I, th- if you ask I think me. these are, I think the, what you're, okay, what you're talking about here, right? These are perfect examples of if these were paid skits, right? If she ran a stupid comedy channel and she with hired, adults. And she hired young actors. Let's face it. No, there's, let's face it though. Let's be real here. There's worse stuff that we hire young, actual young actors to be a part of. I guess. It's inappropriate, but like, it's out there. I think it's stupid, but I could at least accept like, this is a style of humor that exists in the world. This is a thing that is out there because in the confines of this is what we're doing. You are a young person. You are supposedly sure we are going to treat you as the as the as the hired professional that you are to pull off a skit. Fine, whatever. But she's doing this with like random fans. These are just like random kids. Picks out of the she's audience. She's never seen them before. She picks them out of the audience when they go see her live show. I I think that is a huge difference between it goes from just like, this is really cringy, gross, stupid humor. Why are you doing this? To this is, this is like morally disgusting. You are a disgusting person for doing this. I don't know, man. I think if she had a skit comedy show, they might flag the one where she has like a kid play herself as a child and she plays her incestuous pedophile uncle. What? See, I don't really know how to respond to that because... I don't find it funny or appropriate, but like you, you cannot sit here and honestly tell me that you've never watched like a horror movie that has children involved. I guess like there are child actors who are involved in movies and skits that they wouldn't be allowed to watch. Like, that's just a thing. Yeah. I think it's creepy. I think it's weird. But if she were like a producer of a skit show, if this were on, like, some offshoot of Mad TV or something, it's just shitty, cringy humor. It's offensive, but it's not bordering anything illegal. When you're doing this to people who are not necessarily consenting to this act, 
that's kind of where the real problem is. Um, never mind, again, all the, the inappropriate talk in, in the chat and whatever. I'm talking specifically about her stupid bits of, like, get the cheese balls out of my pants. Like, I could totally see that being in some shitty comedy movie. Where some poor, some poor kid's first role is three minutes in some movie that he's not allowed to see because the movie ends up being rated R anyway, right? Like, that, that shit happens. It's out yeah, there. Yeah, 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 you're right. Watch any comedy movie with a child actor. It exists. Which I feel like, not to, again, I'm not trying to defend any of this. I can see how someone this stupid, <laughs> I can see how someone this genuinely dumb, at least that's the nice way, that's the benefit I'm giving here. I'm assuming she's genuinely an idiot. Um, because that's better than being an intentional manipulative creep. Um, I'm assuming she's an idiot. And is just thinking like, oh, I've seen stuff like this on on movies, so therefore it's fine for me to do. Um, I am choosing to believe she is just really that fucking stupid. And that this is not like intentional gross manipulation of children. I am choosing to believe that unless I am proven wrong. Because in the end, a lot of these things are still just allegations. For legal that's, reasons, they are still allegations. Fair. Yeah, uh, some Everything of these things. Everything gets a big allegedly. It's all alleged still. Although, again, I I kind of hate that word sometimes. Like when there's video proof of something, I I really want to understand how this isn't allegedly. Now, again, the the allegedness could be the the intent or motivation, I suppose. But you can't say she allegedly had a child reach into her pants. Uh, that is factually a thing. Right? Like, that happened. That's on video. Or wait, no, he didn't do it, did he? I think she tried. Well, I think that she... He, I want to correct myself. Res- she tried. I think he was resistant, but I think he did. I could be wrong. I could pull the video back up and double check, but I think he eventually did. I also... Isn't it a bit she's done more than once? Uh, I, that I actually do not know. I, I would... I would make that guess, like I would assume so, but I don't know that for a fact, because I've only ever seen, like still images and in, in, in short clips of one event. I assume that's part of her live show, but I, I really don't know if that was like a nightly, excuse me, I don't know if that was a nightly ordeal or not. Wow. So this, yeah, this really, this really is, this really is wild. Um, I don't really know how to feel about this whole thing because, so first off again, Streisand effect. I wouldn't have known this was happening if she didn't talk about it in a, in a, the worst apology video ever. Which, first off, stop doing apology videos, right? Like, if you are an influencer of some sort, if, if something comes up, if there's a controversy around you and it is potentially legal, just shut the hell up. Shut the hell up and handle it legally. Like, talk to your lawyers and do it legally. No apology videos. No, no crying on your webcam, okay? Unless you're, unless your legal team says, here's the statement you need to release, right? I mean, I got no problem with weirdos outing themselves if they want to. I have no problem with that. This is just for, like, general advice of just, like, I can't believe people keep doing this. Like, it happens all the time. It's the same cycle. I've been on the internet for a while. I've seen a lot of videos titled lowercase high, period. And this is one of the more batshit ones that I've seen, you know? Oh, this is the worst apology video I've ever seen. Well, what about the... Okay, but we... Mm, what about the interpretive dance? Do you remember the interpretive dance? No, I'm okay, not aware well, of the interpretive Maybe we'll dance. talk about that sometime. But yeah, she just picks up the uke right out of the gate and just goes right into... 
But like it is, like you said, it's the fucking standard classics. Like, haven't seen you in a while. I've been going through some sad times. You know, like, and then like a bad comedy goes right into my lawyers told me not to talk about it, but didn't say I couldn't sing about it. There's so much we can learn about this from this, Jeff. We can learn about the dangers from being an iPad parent. Learn the dangers about the rich history of grooming in the internet. The rich history of parasocial relationships and music and well, the importance okay, of we, when to listen to your lawyer. I guess we could learn all these things, except these are all lessons that have been out there for a long time. Don't like, bully she, a kid for getting a tattoo is, of you. She is following a playbook that I have watched unfold a million times already. And she's doing everything wrong, right? Like, this happens periodically where you have allegations come out against somebody, and then they can handle it a few different ways. And the correct way is if it's potentially a legal issue, again, get with your lawyers. If it is just like a controversy and there's people who want to cancel you, uh, what seems to be the method that works is just don't address it. Yeah. Right? Um, Like, this happens, you know, every every other year to the Cinemassacre channel. There's some, you know, this with the Angry Video Game Nerd and other affiliates, right? There's always some controversy. And the way they address most things is by practically not addressing it. Um, there was, uh, James Rolfe did a, a video stating just like he wasn't going to see the, at the time, the new Ghostbusters movie. And he said, like, it has nothing to do with sexism. This just, like, this doesn't look like a good movie. And here's my few minutes explaining why. There were people who were trying to cancel him, saying that it was it was a sexist thing, that he wasn't seeing this new Ghostbusters movie because it was a, a, a cast of, of women. They made, the Cinemassacre, the Cinemassacre group made no statement about it. And it went away because there was no fuel to the fire, right? No one was poking the bear. Okay, you don't stray and yourself out. You don't sit down with your ukulele and for 10 minutes talk about it. <laughs> because then there's nothing to say. Now, in, in Colleen's case, this is, like, potentially a legal issue. Like, this is, yeah. like, your legal team is telling you not to talk about it, so you should shut the fuck up. Okay, let, let the scumbag lawyers do their job. Because I know a lot of lawyers are potentially scumbags, but, like, they're still their lawyer. Uh, it's their job to do this. Oh, they're screaming now that her lawyer's got to be fucking enraged. Oh, I have no doubt that if she does in fact have a legal team who was telling her not to say anything, I have no doubt they are furious right now because <laughs> she just brought so much unnecessary attention. I really like um, the big the. I mean the the final the final verse is just insanity when she like she keeps stopping and keeps going like. She assures us she's never groomed anything but her cats, which is a great line. Uh, yeah, she, she, I, was, I actually, the thing is, I actually, I'm not going to lie, like, credit where it's due. That line's actually pretty funny. Uh, I never groomed anything except for my two, what is it, my two Persian cats. Yeah. Um, I'm not a groomer, just a loser. So there's two parts here, right? I've never groomed anything but my two Persian cats. It feels like a line out of, like, a, out of, like, a, like an edgy sitcom. Yeah. That's, like, in its Always Sunny in Philadelphia style, like, quote, right? Mm -hmm. Um, like, I can, I can hear Danny DeVito saying that kind of thing. Um, whatever the hell his character's name in that show is. Frank. Whatever. Frank, thank you. Um. Like I could hear him saying that kind of thing. Well, actually, but he then, would he would say we gotta write a song about how we're not grooming kids. 
Well, that's actually a thing that happened, from what I understand. I've never seen that episode. I'm not really a fan of the show, as you know. But I see, I've seen quite a bit of the show. Like, I get it. But then the second half of that little line is the part that bothers me. Because then it's this whole, like, I'm not a groomer, I'm just a loser. She's, she's, she's deflecting the issue again. Yeah. She's not acknowledging the grooming the grooming allegations at all, whether she's owning up to them or apologizing, whatever she's, she's just like kind of not, she's just ignoring them. Well, and then she goes on to say that, uh, the, what she learned is that she shouldn't interact with fans, which is not what you should take away from this. I mean, it's not like no YouTuber has ever had a healthy fan interaction. Okay. Well, maybe they haven't. That was supposed to be a joke. Maybe it's true. <laughs> I mean, you can have healthy fan interactions. Um, you need to keep it at exactly that. They are, they consume the media that you create. They are not your friends, and you you cannot pretend they are. She does the classic fart joke defense, and then uh, she just goes right into, you're overreacting. Um, then we get thanks for the support, for what's worth, I never meant to hurt anyone, and the sad face. She does a really nice sad face over and over again. It's the same one where she kind of looks down. Then, like, she does this thing where she's, like, going to turn off the camera and she gives it a big think and she's acting like she's, like, you know, improvising. But once again, she, like, starts dropping bars like she's fucking Eminem. I'm not a bad person. You don't have to grind me down and lie and stab me with knives and pulverize and ruin my life. It's fucking surreal. It's not. It, well, it is surreal. It's, um, <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. Um, I mean, if 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 I were to actually like again, it's like you know, can we, if we're gonna talk about this like as if it's like a single, like this isn't a good song. <laughs> um, it's it's very rambly. First off, she's got a lot of the, hold on here. Um, she's got a lot of this thing going you got on. The uke? Where like she's yeah! where she's doing this thing where she's playing and she's just kind of talking over it, and it really doesn't like she can just keep playing the same chord as long as she wants because if she's just going to keep finishing her one sentence and then she might change the chord but she's still going to keep talking because she doesn't really have know where she's going with this yet yeah and then Wait, she can change going. the chord again and then yeah. we're going to keep going to, and keep then going. we're going to do another chord we're on the scumbag train we gotta get off before we reach molestation station scumbag groomer train Jumping on a boxcar to avoid the allegations, scumbag groomer train. Yeah, exactly. So she, she's got that thing going on where she just like kind of rambles, which um, as far as music reviewing goes, we've actually talked before about it. Uh, and I believe it was actually a Kesha song um, that at one point like kind of pulled it off, right? Where she would like strum the chords and just like keep going on because the line wasn't quite finished because it didn't really quite fit the rhyming scheme and the syllable scheme, but it still goes on. I guess it never occurs to lots of people that they shouldn't make children reach down their pants for cheese curls or ask their fans about their virginity when their fans are a bunch of teen girls. But hey, at least you're having fun. Do, do you know the narcissist's prayer? Have you ever seen this thing? It, it, it sounds like it's like it's an old prayer song, right? Um, I wonder now how far... I want to know how far along in this prayer she's going to go. So for anyone who doesn't know it, the narcissist's prayer is... That didn't happen. And if it did, it wasn't that bad. And if it was, that's not a big deal. And if it is, that's not my fault. And if it was, I didn't mean it. And if I did, you deserved it. So far, she has gone through, that didn't happen. 
And if it did, it wasn't that bad. And if it was, it's not a big deal. And if it is, that's not my fault. (laughs) I'm... I guess you might be able to argue, and if it was, I didn't mean it. Like, she is kind of leaning into that whole thing with the whole, like, you know... I was just like, what was her phrase? She said something like, I'm just like that loser cool, that loser mom who's trying to... That that loser loser aunt aunt. at your your family reunion who keeps going, hey girl, hey. Yeah. Um, So we haven't gotten to, if I did it, you deserved it. Meanwhile, she's asking children to quote Jack Black, what's your favorite position? Yeah, so that's kind of going back to what I was saying before about just like the group chat in general. You know, when when you are uh, a moderator of a group online... Like, you you really do need to, like, be constantly aware of who is in your group. Just to assume everyone online is a 13-year-old child who can't detect sarcasm and moonlights as an FBI agent. Uh, that's actually a really great way to put it. Um, like, I'm a member of two Discord servers that in order to join, you need to verify that you are 18 years old. Like, they need a picture of your driver's license. Obviously, you can cover up a lot of information they just need bits and pieces of the information. Um, like, they needed a way to verify that you are, in fact, who you say you are. Um, and otherwise, like, no, you need to just assume that you, the person you're talking to might be a child. Because let's face it, how many of us really listened to a website that says you must be 18 years old to enter when you're 16? So what is really stopping any child from entering something that says you must be 13 to sign up? Now, 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 uh, 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 you uh, have uh, to be what's the 13 password? years old. Yeah, yeah, uh, 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 you didn't say the magic word. And the magic word is just like clicking, yes, I'm 13 years old, and you hit put, okay. Put in a fake birthday and hit enter. I mean, exactly. Like, we, we've all done it, okay? <laughs> if you haven't, you're either lying or you didn't have a computer before you were 18 years old. Um, and it's, it's, yeah, you need to assume, like, again, you don't choose your audience. I'm going back to that, like, for what I said at the beginning. You don't pick your audience, and you need to just make the assumptions that, like, you don't know who these people are. So when you are moderating a group chat or a group of some sort, you need to be constantly aware of what you are allowing to represent you. If you have people making inappropriate comments, you either need to shut it down or you need to at least disengage. Like, this is not a thing I should be a part of. Like, this is teenagers being teenagers. They're going to be teenagers. I, you know, if you are an adult, you then need to leave that alone. So, Chris, I'm torn. And doing it through Twitter just makes you a weirdo to begin with. Well, well, uh, well, I don't don't know. Uh, mm, mm. I have a lot of feelings about Twitter. Just make a paid Discord or something. Or even not a paid Discord if you're Worried about your 13-year-old weirdo fans asking for your... Getting your ass picks off your 13-year-old fans. You know, whatever. 15. I'm almost positive he was 15 when that happened. Um, Because I'm a little torn here, though. Here's, here's the thing. So again, even if all of the worst of all of this is true, right? Yeah. I don't like knowing that people suck as people. Like... In the event that all of these allegations are true and Colleen Ballinger is, you know, some, some like, awful, awful uh, manipulative creep, 
Um, I am hoping that is not the case. I am hoping that a lot of this stuff can be written off, again, down to just, like, naivety and stupidity. Yeah, well, you know, she won't uh, survive that... the crash, but at least you're having fun. Yeah, uh, sure. <laughs> the, the the pity bullshit isn't helping at all. No, uh, I mean, she she's not helping her own case. I, I don't know what to do. In the event that happens, though, I I have torn emotions here that I, I, I want to know if you can relate to this kind of thing. Do you know that feeling where you where you don't like something and then it comes out that you have like maybe a reason to be like a little vindicated like I told you so even though it's completely irrelevant yeah you're like that's not the reason I wanted to dislike you like I already hated Miranda Sings yeah 13 but you years hated her, ago you because... hated her as a performer you didn't know what she was like as a person and yes. you and you and you Wanted your hatred to be based on the product she's providing, not based on her being a humid pile of garbage. Yes. Yeah. Um, and, and I never know how to feel about this, because this is not the first time this has happened to me. Um, partly because some people would say I'm judgmental, which, um, you know, the name of the podcast says a lot. You put the mental on judgmental. I like to think of myself as just picky, but hey. Um, like, I've had this happen, so like, you know, um, probably the biggest example was jk rowling yeah i already was just annoyed by like the endless amount of like gaps and loopholes in the harry potter series right and then and then she comes out and she writes a book under the name robert Goldbraith. and i was studying psych at the time and I'm just like, is no one else questioning the fact that she chose the pen name of a guy who would, like, use electrotherapy to claim he could convert the gay out of people? Like, is no one else bothered by the fact that this is the name J.K. Rowling went with? This seems like quite a big coincidence, guys. Seems anyone? like a red flag. Right? right? And I hear, so here I was thinking, like, I already didn't like um, just, like, how awful her books were getting. And that goes way back to when I was a kid and book four came out and it was just too long for my stupid brain to read because I'm a slow reader, right? So I was already, like, mad at her for 15 years or whatever by this point. And then it comes out that she has this pen name that I'm just like, the, y you mean the dude who would, like, literally try to electrocute the gay out of people? Like, are we just going to be okay with All right, I guess we're okay with this. And then... You know, she outs herself as as who she really is, and she has some um, <clears throat> questionable uh, attitudes towards questionable topics. opinions. So, like, there was a little bit of that same feeling of vindication of just like, on one hand, I told you so. Like, I hated this, and and I, I hated this. It seems like for a good reason, even though I didn't know it. I hated it before it was cool. But, but right, but on the other hand, it's like I don't actually like the feeling of hating things, despite the what what so many people seem to believe, think, think thinking that I love just like hating shit. Like I don't. I would love to just like find enjoyment in everything possible. That would make life so much nicer. The popping off part is kind of fun, but the hating things really isn't. But the hating things is is honestly exhausting, and it's just that it's, it's such a weird feeling being caught in this. Just like. Oh, God, I wanted to not like you, but not like this. Right. Like, Hitler, man, I, like, your painting sucked. I wanted to hate you for that. <laughs> you, you didn't have to take it to the next level or the next 40 levels. I think you're going to have to get the ukulele and apologize for that one. 
<laughs> what for making a Hitler comment on the internet? It's the internet. Like the the point of the internet is anyone you don't like, you have to compare to Hitler. Like that's just how that works, right? Jeff, will you get the ukulele? I have an apology to make. I actually, so for the record, I actually don't have a ukulele. I just have um, I have a, I have my uh, my nylon string guitar here. But you know, same chords. It's just you know, same. Okay, you ready? Billy Corgan, I'm sorry that I joked that I wish that you were dead And Elvady, I'm sorry that I stole that hat and put it on my head <laughs> Okay, that's it That's it That was so dumb Jeffy you guys, you want to apologize, you want to, apologize <laughs> to Adele with your ukulele? I do not I do not I hate that you rhymed dead with head and it worked, like, so well. And those are things we just talked about. (laughs) You know what? All right, Chris, I don't have it ready, but I'm going to write an apology for my (laughs) hatred of Alestorm or something next. Uh, No, you don't have to. They said racist things on the internet. They're bad. Oh, they did. Oh, my God, Chris. They're another example of me being vindicated and hating them. (laughs) Because I hated them already. I forgot that they, like, out of themselves as, like, shitty racist dickheads i actually really should apologize to adele though adele uh i really love your first two albums i'll I'll write an apology ukulele song someday soon for you this whole thing has made me hate music so join us next week for the debut of our new podcast we're gonna read every goosebumps book in order starting with welcome to dead house and we're gonna do a little book club for all of them are are we (laughs) no i mean you have them all i don't i don't own a single goosebumps book anymore i know you do though (laughs) No, we're going to actually perform a version of We Didn't Start the Fire, but it's just a list of YouTubers with accusations. It's going to be an hour long. Oh, that's going to be really easy, actually. There's um, there's a great channel. Uh, it's called Sunny V2, I think. And the guy just, like, half of the guy's videos are just him, like, basically putting in chronological order allegations against, like, <laughs> social media people and how they disappeared and shit. It's awesome. <laughs> 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. I highly recommend Sunny V2 as a channel. Do we have anything else to say about high period? High full stop? No, I've got I've got nothing. It's it's a bad song. Uh it's kind of creepy and I'm really hoping that at least some of the allegations she has her receipts to prove otherwise for. If she had receipts, she should have put them in the song. She has a lot to answer for. That's all I'm saying. If she, she had 10 minutes to show us one receipt and she didn't show us anything. Man, she showed she, us her ukulele skills, which I wasn't impressed. There was no, that was no somewhere over the rainbow. You know who did have receipts, though? Do you remember the whole pro-Jared fiasco? Yeah. Man, like, he did it right. There were some horrible-sounding allegations against uh, a video gaming YouTuber pro-Jared. And he just disappeared for a while like right he's like getting with his legal team mm-hmm. and then like i don't know it was probably a couple months later right he came out with a video that i think was just called i have the receipts and he did like he got legal permission and he had all of the proof of like yeah all those allegations against me are half the story and here's the rest of it and like yeah he legitimately had all of the proof because it was stuff like, you know, um, again, inappropriate text with minors. He had the proof that they signed a thing saying they were 18. 
you know, he, he, you know, he, it was, you know, there was a, um, a, a chat group of some sort that was like, no, you need to be 18 to be a part of this. You, you cannot pretend this. There is no, my channel's PG-13. This was very seriously, this is for adults. Um, and just like, man, what a, what a comeback that was. Like, I did not see that one coming. Um, that's not what Colleen did. Colleen did the wrong, like the absolute wrong thing. But no, I um. Honestly, Crystal, I really got nothing. I'm just, I'm just kind of here. I'm just kind of wrapping this up. We got a nice little talk in about the worst apology video I've ever seen. Uh, credit where it's due, I am really bad at talking while trying to keep the same rhythm going. Like, if I don't have this rehearsed... I'm telling you, she this, had like, to rehearse it! She, oh, there's I'm no sure way! That was, like, that was, like, take ten. But even so, she's... She, I will, you know, again, credit where it's due. Um, aside from the constant tempo changes, like, she, she's pretty good at, at keeping herself steady while well, rolling. Well, you want a lot of time changes in prog rock, but do you think that she, um... Do you think that she, like, wrote a bunch of extra verses like Leonard Cohen and was, like, trying to plot out the best ones like Hallelujah? And there's going to be, like, live verses that are exclusive to the live show? Honestly, the best, the best ending, I think, to this saga would be is if a lot of the allegations are potentially dropped uh, in whatever way. Or, or, how do I say this? Like, if the allegations are dropped... And it's proven that, like, her biggest crime is just being stupid and, and gross and cringy. Um, and then in, like, three years, I want her to release another version of this video. <laughs> with, with yeah, with exactly that. With, like, you know, hi, everyone, my legal team told me not to ever release this, but here's the alternate take of my apology video from 2023. And then she goes through one that actually has like all of her actual apologies. It's just so disrespectful to everyone who may or may not have been a victim. Allegedly. You know what I mean? Just fucking see. Imagine, imagine you had complaints about this woman made you put her hand on her pants for fucking cheese puffs. And then she gets online with a fucking ukulele. You got to watch this hoe for 10 minutes. So can I tell you a fun story? Oh no. I didn't actually watch her original video. I watched a better version of it. I watched... <laughs> I watched... Do you know what Clone Hero is by any chance? So, Clone Hero is a open-source, free version of Guitar Hero. Oh my god, okay. Um, so, and So, like, you get, like, your USB Guitar Hero <laughs> controller, and then people can make their own maps for songs. Yeah, 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 no. So my, Someone my did a, watch, yeah, a map, I saw it. My watching of this was actually a guy, it's, it's, I always forget how to pronounce this word, it's A-C-A-I, is that Asai? Is that how you say that? I guess. Um, so there's, that's, that's the guy's username, he's a clone hero player, he's phenomenal, and he, um... He FC'd the chart, which means he got a full combo. Like, he didn't miss a single note. He got all perfects and whatever. <laughs> uh, so that was actually how I watched it. I refused to watch her original video. I watched a dude play a Guitar Hero chart of it. Oh, you saw the whole thing, and that's what matters. Oh, I saw the whole thing, and the whole time you just see, like, his face just, like, mouth open in awe. <laughs> like, I cannot believe this is a thing that happened. <laughs> 
Oh, so good. Well, that was that was that was wild, Jeff. Do you want to talk about some good music now? Talk, <laughs> I don't know. Do you I? want to talk about the Fallout Boy cover of "We Didn't Start the Fire"? What did you the hear fuck it? Are you talk- no. They they did one that's supposed to cover from 1989 to now, but it rhymes George Floyd with Metroid, which is a game from 1986, and it also doesn't mention COVID, lockdowns, masks, or January 6th. <laughs> Can I take three minutes and listen to this? Absolutely. You'd think at the very least they could have done a more recent game. They, they could have done, like, George Floyd is dead, Metroid dread. I'm gonna skip the musical interludes. That's fine. You know what that song sounds like. It's garbage even when Billy Joel does it, and he has the best version. You know what? I cannot listen to this. I hate this man's voice. I'm already done. I'm checked out. You can just you can just pause it and look at the lyrics. I'm gonna I'm gonna skip through the lyrics here. Harry Potter Twilight, Michael Jackson dies. I'm sorry. What? Nuclear accident Fukushima Japan. What the Jeff, fuck Oklahoma City bombing Kurt Cobain and Pokemon. Oh my god, they're like they really did this, didn't they? They really thought this was okay. Like this thought they thought the world needed another version of this already god-awful song. <laughs> Jeff, it's like I said, like, nothing could be worse than Sleep Token and everyone's out to prove me wrong. <laughs> what? What am I reading? <laughs> Explosion Lebanon, U- Unabomber, Bobbit John. <laughs> Bombing Boston Marathon, Balloon Boy, War on Terror, QAnon. Oh my god. God. But look, they mentioned our favorite band, Isis. Why are they so bad? <laughs> this is so dumb. But do you do you notice that there's nothing about COVID or lockdowns or uh, masks no. or January 6th? I didn't I didn't read I didn't read all of it. It brings I, up Tom DeLong and <laughs> Aliens, but does it mention COVID? Prince and the Queen die. <laughs> I, what? Uh, Chris, I thought we were going to talk about good music. That's what you said. That is what you promised me. Well, Jeff. Jeff refused to do this podcast. He said he wouldn't talk about any of these things, but he said he never said he wouldn't sing about them. Shut <laughs> the hell up. <sighs> Alright, we could talk about good music. Um, So now that we know that the submersible probably imploded like Miranda Singh's career after the ukulele song. <laughs> Jesus. But let's just say you were dying slowly, like her career before the ukulele song. What song would you sing to annoy everyone else who was going to die in the submersible with you? Because I do Under the Sea, but someone said Under Pressure, which I think is a good sing-along. Under Pressure is the perfect song for it. Um, it's a great sing-along. It's a song that I personally can't stand, which makes it perfect for a situation like that. <laughs> yeah, that's a great one. I think Under Pressure is a good song. Alright, join us next week when we do another fucking concept about aliens or some shit. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs>